been searching for a podcast that shows up in your nightmares. One that shakes you to your core. Look no further. This is the Eerie Parlor. Short stories inspired by urban legends, real life experiences, folk tales, or nightmares. Take your seat and help yourself to the refreshments. Now we begin. Here's your host, Lady of the Woods. Welcome to the Eerie Parlor. I'm your host. Please take a seat and I'll be right with you. I know this area well, but I've never seen this inn before. I'm glad to see something new in the world. Do you have a quest you need undertaken? A quest? I'm not quite sure what you mean. Let me pour you some tea and you can tell me what's on your mind. I'm not from here. I don't mean this area. I mean this whole world. I'm not from Albatrox at all. I know it sounds crazy. I'm a game master. I run fantasy games for people where they pretend to go on adventures and fight monsters and save the day. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but our, our game's rules and lore are way better. As the game master, I interpret the rules and disseminate the lore as players make decisions about what to do in the game. At an antique store, I found an awesome D20. That's a 20-sided die. We use dice to determine random events in the game, see? Anyway, it was all metal clockwork with little designs etched in it. When I got it home and rolled it, it brought me to this world. It didn't just transport me, it made me a new person. I was a Ragnar warrior with a huge muscles and a chest harness and a loincloth. Have you ever worn a loincloth? They're very liberating. Anyway, there I was, this incredible fighter, and I was facing off against a sludge bear. And I won. I've never felt so powerful in my life. I went around looking for more sludge bears or anything else I could fight. It was fantastic. Then 48 hours later, poof, I was back home in my apartment. Coming to Albatrox became an addiction. Every weekend I rolled the die and appeared here as a completely new person. A Norban ranger one time, a Zolish cleric another, later a human sorcerer. Suddenly I was the one going on adventures, righting wrongs doing wondrous feats. I was cautious in the beginning. Then I got my arm ripped off by a Torlian's lag beast and bled out listening to it suck the meat off my bones. Ugh, that was a bad day. But I woke up safe and whole in my apartment. After that, I went all out. No consequences meant I could try anything. It was just like the game, where if a player's character dies, they can make a new one and keep playing. The best part is, I know this place. Albatrox is the world from the game. All the places, all the creatures, all the people. I know it by heart. I've read every source book, studied every stat block, and memorized every map. Did you know that pixie mites are warded off by fool's wart oil? Did you know the throne room in Barzak has a spell on it to prevent anyone from denying the king's request? 
Oh, and did you know the innkeeper just over in Left Hollow is running a secret cult that's trying to resurrect the former ruler of Colthacor so they can find out where he hid his demon staff? That would let them summon and control the horde of the Third Circle of Skuroth. Yeah, I should deal with that one soon. Anyway, there I was going around the world helping people and totally dominating every challenge because I know how this place works. But my current visit was different. Maybe the die is broken. When I arrived this time, I became a Zolish baker. No arsenal of weapons. No magic powers. No shamanistic elemental or wizard apprentice. Just a wife, three kids, and a struggling bakery in Yiffelhelm. When I started to leave for an adventure, the whole family thought I was crazy. They had me restrained, called in the clerics to exercise my demons. Of course, I have no memory of these people, so I couldn't answer any of their questions about my identity or my history. I tried to explain the D20 and the role-playing, but you can guess how that went. They locked me in the asylum. Fortunately, I read the game book where the adventurers have to defeat the possessed superintendent who has been using the patients as test subjects for his ghost potions. It took me four hellish days to stop his plans and escape. You see the next problem, right? Forty-eight hours passed, and I was still in the asylum. No poof. No apartment. I went back to Yiffelhelm to spy on my family, to see if I could figure out what I needed to do to make things right so the die would bring me home. I tried completing some quests to see if helping other people would fix my problem. Nothing worked. And the worst part? I don't think that I have been transformed each time I arrive here. It isn't me turning into a Zolish baker. I think I'm inhabiting this Zolish baker. Zolzaban. His name is Zolzaban. Zolzaban had a life. He had people that loved him. He was responsible for the livelihood of a family and a home. He had hopes and dreams, and I've taken all that away. How many other lives have I ruined? How many families have I destroyed? I mean, sure, I left some of these people as heroes when I defeated the ravening blood spitters threatening all shores precipice, or when I revealed the source of the corruption in the swamp at Gutterbog. But I've failed so many more times than I succeeded. I've died countless times. Was I depriving a family of a father or mother? Do any of those that survive remember? Or did they just wake up covered in bruises and missing a few days' time? What have I done? Now it's been two years since I arrived. I'm scared to die. What if it doesn't send me home this time? I've sought out wizards, shamans, sorcerers, and witches of all sorts. <laughs> See this burn scar on my arm? Failed wizard attempt. I don't know why I bother. I know they don't have the power to do it. I've read all the spell manuals. What happened to my life? What about my mom and dad and friends back home? Do they think I'm dead? Is my apartment still there with my music, my action figures, and my book collection? Will I ever eat a cheeseburger again? I've been through this area a dozen times, but I've never noticed the Wisteria Path or this inn. I thought maybe it was part of a new adventure module for the game, and maybe you would have a quest that I could do that would get me home. Don't worry. I'm real, the tea is real, the building's real, and I may have a real way to get you home. There are ways to cross the Eerie's boundaries for a time, but cross too often and you may get stuck. Take this talisman. Wear it at all times and it will prevent you from crossing the Eerie boundaries again. There he goes. 
Poof. That die he described sounds like one of the Tinker's creations, but that story will have to wait for another time. You've been listening to The Eerie Parlor. Our mission is to terrify you, (laughs) electrify, and rock you to your core. Each episode is a short horror story inspired by urban legends, real-life experiences, folk tales, or nightmares. It's what we do. Join us next time, but in the meantime, find us on Instagram at The Eerie Parlor. You survived another episode. Next time, you may not be so lucky. (laughs) 